Stacy Wilkes used to be our women's ministry leader uh, in the church, and he came to me one day, <clears throat> said that the Lord had directed him to come to me and to fill her spot. And so I was like, oh gosh, I'll pray about it. Well, of course, praying about it, and he's just sitting there looking at it, and the Lord's going, do it, do it, do it. Um, I said, but what do I have to do? He never said anything about standing up and speaking. <laughs> I thought it was just like, you know, organizing meals and those kinds of things. So anyways, it is a joy. I am a little out of my comfort zone. If you were littles, I could do it. And I still do it. Um, well, thank you. Um, as soon as he called me on Monday, I began praying, you know, Lord, I don't know what even to begin to think about to speak to these ladies that are so much wiser than I am. And, uh, and I said, you're going to have to show me. You're going to have to give me scripture. You're going to have to give me words. Um, I, just, I, I just feel so inadequate because you're, there's so much wisdom out here. And he reminded me of Moses. That Moses felt so enabled to be able to go and speak. And all he asked Moses to do is be available. Be available. I will provide the words. I will provide um, all of the tools that you need. Just be, be willing. And so Monday continued on, and I was searching um, for what exactly was it that he wanted me to speak on. And the first thing that came to mind was how beautiful each and every one of you are. You're, you're just, you're beautiful. You glow you, because you, you have a place in the Lord's heart that just, it just stands out on you. It's very recognizable in all of you. And that kind of was quickly shut down, and I thought, well, I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> so I began to, I even ripped it, I don't know how many pages I've gone through, um, ripping it out, starting over. Um, so then I thought, what about healing? I thought, healing's good. We could all use healing. I could use healing um, with today's world and the way things are going. Um, well, it just didn't, didn't go. So that night, that, that Monday night, I just really, I, I didn't sleep. I didn't rest because I just knew that uh, there was something that he was going to really just blow me away with. Woke up Tuesday morning, and it was a title of a sermon. And I thought, is this my idea? And I thought, no, it's too early. And so <laughs> I, uh, I prayed about it, and the scriptures began to come. So tonight, I'm going to be talking to you about recognizing Jesus through our scars. Have you ever thought about recognizing Jesus through our scars? Never have. Never have. Um, this is going to be some give and take, but um, there are many types of scars for those that are medically um, intelligent in that area. But there's, there's two specifics that I'm referring to. It's a physical and an emotional scar. Sometimes, if not almost all times, physical scars are very evident in the healing process. 
It goes through the different stages. You nurture it. You put a Band-Aid on it. You take the Band-Aid off of it. You nurture it some more. You kind of give to it. But what about those emotional scars? How do we... How do we approach those emotional scars? I can speak from my experience when I was younger. I used to bury them. I used to shove them down as far as I could get, thinking it would just go away. And all along, I was dragging it behind me. So emotional scars have got to be healed just as your physical scars in order for you to have that freedom and that peace that He has given us. And so, some of the examples of the physical scars that we've kind of already spoke of is like surgeries and burns and every type of physical scar has a different type of healing. Every person has a different type of way that they heal. Some don't heal as fast, some heal really fast. And you have to ask yourselves if you've ever really thought about it, well, why is that? Well, some maybe eat a little better than others. Some may hyper-focus on that particular area more than others. Some may not care, and it just keeps scabbed up, and it'll come off, and it has to re-scab, and it comes off, and it re-scabs. And a lot of our emotional scars are like that. We can't see that scab, but it's there. So the emotional scars could be something like Something your father has said, a betrayal of a friend, and y'all can throw out any ideas at any time. Maybe it was a promise a spouse made and didn't keep that end of the deal. Maybe it was a dream that you knew that that was your calling and it got shattered. Maybe it was misunderstanding. Maybe it was simply a word game from a friend. Maybe we misunderstood. Under, maybe we interpret it incorrectly. And I could go on and on and on. But you see, our emotional scars, we can dress up, put that makeup on, fix that hair, and I can never see what's inside. I can never see exactly what is, is holding you back from being who God says you are. But there is one that knows all. He also bore scars. And we'll talk about him in just a second. So how do we know and how do we heal those internal scars? Any suggestions? Like a scab. We pray and then we go a couple of weeks and we forget. Go to church, miss a few Sundays, and it gets easier and easier to miss. It's just like a scab. We get start that healing process, and then we let it go. Scars, no matter what they are, physical, mental, emotional, they're wounds. They're wounds by some nature. So why do we tend to neglect our emotional scars when that dictates the outside healing? Do we think that the Lord is aware of our scars and so desperately wants to heal them and set us free? I would think so. And my answer is yes. <clears throat> Jesus healed lots of people in the Bible. In fact, He was the great healer in the Bible. 
Um, just to name one in particular that the Lord showed me right away is, is the leper. Because the leper had, scar, had scabs. And he completely replenished his skin. Inside out. Healing multitudes of people. So we're going to turn now to John 20, 19 through 23. And you, if you have your Bible. It says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled, for fear of the Jews came Jesus and stood in the midst. And he said unto them, Peace be unto you. He's talking to the disciples. And when he had said, when he had so said, he showed them his hands and his side. I'm going to stop right there. Why do you think that he immediately showed them his hands and his side? But they're scars. So scars have an identity. You have an identity. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive you the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And, and whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Okay, another place that I want to go to is the same chapter, John 20, 26 through 29. And it said after eight days again, the disciples, so this is eight days after what we just read. Uh, his disciples are, were within, and Thomas with them. And Thomas is a disciple. So he's already acknowledged this to the disciples, but here we go, Thomas. Like Amy, it should be Amy right here because I have to be reminded. But it says, Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach here thy finger and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God, Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have seen my scars, you have touched my scars, you hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. So that really reflects your internal scars that, that we carry. So why do you think, you know, I know that Joe had answered, does anybody have any other reasons? Because God is the creator of all, heaven and earth. Why would you feel like that God would not completely heal Jesus and take those scars? Can we not just have faith and trust that that's who he says he is without having to see scars? I mean, you, we're supposed to. But he knew that unless he kept those scars, 
it wasn't, uh, look what I did for you. It was, I loved you this much that I did this for you. And so therefore, I bear your scars. I bear those emotional and physical scars so that you can be set free. In Isaiah 53, 5 through 6, But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Not just physically healed, but healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He did this for us. Once again, the reminder is to show us how much he loves you and me. His pain and His purpose to save us from our own sins. And then in Psalms 147, I'm telling you, He was working hard on me on Tuesday. On 147, 3 through 5. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He called them all by their names. Great is our Lord and of great power, his understanding is infinite. You see, God wants to use your scars and turn them into beauty marks. Have you ever thought about your scar being a beauty mark? That's what God sees you as, as having beauty marks. You're not flawed. You're perfect in his, his image. You have beauty marks. He uses your beauty marks for him to reach a lost world. He wants to transform you completely because he bore the scars and you were made perfect in his image. He wants to declare victory and perfect healing in each and every one of us. In Luke 24, 39... He says, Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself handle me, and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, but as you see me have. And when he had and when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet, and while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye, ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of honeycomb, and he took it and ate before them. He had a glorified body. He is all authority of heaven and earth, and I believed he kept his scars as evidence or testimony for us, as a reminder of what he's done for us. He has healed your wounds. He has healed your physical and mental scars. Only... If you ask him to, he's not going to just take them. He's already paid the price for them, but you have to let those scars be healed. Only you can stand in the way of the healing, of the perfect healing that Jesus Christ gives.
The scars are proof we can be healed. So the good news about tonight is that you, each and every one of you have beauty marks. God longs to transform them in a testimony of Him. Once you have come to that place where you have allowed the Lord to take those scars, he will then find, you will then find yourself being used in a place like here that I never thought I would be. If you make yourself available and you make yourself, um, put yourself in a place of healing, then you will receive perfect healing. then we will remind you that God is redeeming what you've suffered and will give you complete healing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I asked um, Sarah to find a, this music video, and I'm sure everybody has heard of it, um, and then we'll talk a little bit afterwards. Um, and I, I know this is short. Like I said, this is my first time, so it's, you know, I'll get better at it. I'll get longer, I promise. <laughs> Got to get practice from Parker. Um, but I just, you know, it, it does go back to Monday morning when I said I wanted to give y'all something that referenced to you being beautiful. And this does reference to you being beautiful because he sees you as nothing less. Um, the things that we do um, is we, we tend to give it to God, we tend to, Lord, and I do it all the time, um, take this circumstance, I know you're in control, but I'll pick it up tomorrow morning. And that's what we do. I don't, that's really not my prayer, but that's what my prayer is. And he's like, no, see, Amy, we just talked about this. Remember my scars. Remember that I've already died for you for this. Let me have it back. And Parker's preached on that. Let me have those things that don't belong to you. They're not yours to keep. They're not yours to carry. Yes. Yeah. And I, uh, we did do a battlefield of mine, and I think they did one here as well. You know, we tend to, to carry backpacks around. You can't see my backpack, but I carry a lot of stuff in it. And then I come up here and I lay my backpack down and I go buy me a new one. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like Walmart. But um, so, you know, I I've, I've began to, when I pray and I speak to the Lord, I begin to say, Lord, and I, and I hope this is your prayer, I, you either trust him or you don't. You either have faith or you don't. You either believe or you don't. Um, there is no middle line. There is no, um, there's just not, there's not a fence that divides that to where he says, okay, we'll, we'll let you slide on that part. Um, and there are times when I cross that fence, I get caught up in it and I'm hanging uh, because of, circumstances that come up in my life. But we have to remind ourselves daily who Jesus is, what He has done for us. And He is so eager to take whatever it is 
whatever has weighed you down, whatever, whether it's you fall short because you don't think, you, you feel like you lack thereof, or you have issues with the way you look, or the pressures of work, or the pressures of not having work, um, family being, you know, um, COVID that can't be seen and can't reach, and you feel helpless. There's, you've got to find that place, that peace, and you've got to live in that. You've got to trust in that and believe in that and keep that visual picture in your mind of the scars on Jesus' hands that he didn't do that for nothing. He did that for everything. So this video that we're going to see, it's a music video. The group is called I Am Bay and it's called Scars, uh, is powerful. Use this time to, to listen to the words, but use it as your prayer time. Um, Parker has preached on a number of accounts. We are in a new time. We are in a new day that is almost un unidentifiable for what anybody has ever seen. We don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. We don't know if we're going to be in lockdown. I mean, so it's almost, of course, I like COVID because if there's any good to it, because it's making me stay home and I'm not spending as much money. But, um, but it gives, should give us a different perspective. It should give you time to think and to realize what is more important. Um, realize where you are in your walk with the Lord. Realize that tomorrow is uncertain. Our jobs, every one of our jobs are uncertain. Um, there is no guarantee of, of tomorrow, but there's never been. We are being forced to realize that there's no possibility of understanding what tomorrow holds. Um, and it's like, Lord, you've, you've shown me through your crucifixion and your resurrection, and that yet you're allowing us to go through this again, it's like, how many times does he have to tell us? Um, you know, it's more about family times now. It's more about, and I'm finding more laughter. I'm finding more joy in my husband. I'm finding more joy in my grandkids because we have to create whatever's at the house. Um, I'm, I'm seeing that at the daycare, the littles that come in, that... Um, you know, their little routines are not any different from yesterday or the day before, or it won't be any different for tomorrow because they don't have that, that understanding of what it really looks like. And so it's important for us to have that peace. And, and I, I, I know I, that's my favorite word, but it's a peace that should overrun the top of your head as a believer, um, because we're being made to have that peace um, in uncertain times. Um, <clears throat> and, and I'm looking at it as a time of self-examination for myself. What, you know, other than my hair color, what do I need to work on? Um, and, and he's beginning to show me um, what I'm capable of that I never thought I would be doing, which is this. Um, I mean, I've had Elaine Wynn teach me for, I don't want to say ever, because that sounds bad. Okay. 
Is ever so forever. I've been here like 27-ish years, and she's been in my life. Johnny's been in my life that long. And um, Jamie and Debbie Diaz, I mean, we were there with our kids being babies. And so it, y'all are family. And um, it's our duty to one another to help each other's scars heal through a hug. Maybe an elbow hit. Maybe not a hug if you're not wanting the touch. I'm a hugger. I apologize afterwards. Um, but um, it's, it's our duty to one another, to love one another, and to lift one another up. Um, in confidentiality even. In confidentiality. So that we can move into that peace together. So, are you ready, Sarah? All right, let's look at this video. Um, The words are just amazing, and it goes with this so well. Um, I hope it it touched you. I hope that it puts you in a place of thought, of prayer, a re-examination, because we know from what he spoke to us tonight that our scars are beauty marks. And he wants to use your beauty marks to help someone else or to speak through someone else, to someone else. Um, and, and in my eyes, y'all are, y'all are perfect. I, you each one play it such a huge part in my life. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to have the opportunity to speak to you. Um, I am going to ask y'all to do a little, something a little different out of your comfort zone. Um, I'd like for us to stand up in a circle and hold hands and, and pray and dismiss. If y'all are okay, and if you're not, that's okay. I'm sorry, I didn't even think about COVID again. <laughs> uh, I love y'all. I am so blessed to be here with y'all tonight, and I'm, I'm thankful that you came. Um, I'm going to lead us in a prayer, and if anybody else would like to, to pray, just feel free to, to join, join in or jump in or... Um, otherwise, I'll just dismiss this. Father God, I thank you so much, Lord, for your scars. Lord, they mean so much more than words can describe. And Lord, our scars that we carry deep within, that no one can see, but you know it all, I know that you're asking for us to give those scars to you, that you've bore those scars for us already. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that each one of us ladies tonight, if need be, to give you their scars. Give them the replacement of of the peace. Replace it with the peace, Lord. Let them look in the mirror in the morning and see beauty that is undescribable because of the reflection of you. Lord, I'm so grateful to be a part of this church and this community. I'm looking forward to see what you're going to do in this church, Lord, in this community. I'm excited to be a part of this plan. And we thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus.